You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. You can also email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, Ulysses, we were off Memorial Day, but it was still a very good day if you're a Tampa Bay Rays fan as the winning continues for the Mm -hmm. Rays, winning 16 now out of 17. And wait for it, they have the majors' best record in all of baseball. Who would have thought before the season began, who would have thought in February or March that the Rays and the Giants would have the two best records in all of baseball? I don't know if there's anybody out there that could have predicted something like that. I mean, the Rays right now, and I guess the Giants too, are on, they're like the they're like the 2015 Warriors or the 95 Bulls where you're winning like 15 out of 16, 16 out of 17. It's like, when it's when is it going to stop? And you hope it doesn't, but great for the Rays to just build this momentum right now. This is a great opportunity for them. It seems like it's contagious, right? And if it's not one guy, it's the next guy the next day. It, it, this is... It's it's great what is happening to the Rays. Everything just started clicking. And let's not forget that when this streak of winning started, the team was at 19 and 19. Nothing was really going right. You won two games in a row and then you lost three. You won one, then you lost the next one. It, it was a middling 500 team that had such poor offense that people were screaming for Chad Matola's head. By the way, I haven't heard a lick from, from those people uh, for, for a while yeah. because the team is scoring about seven runs a game. Seven runs a game. It, it's really impressive what they're doing. And yesterday, again, it wasn't seven runs. It was no. three, but it was back-to-back-to-back innings to, to put you know the, the, the nail in the coffin there in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it's one of those things where credit to Manny Margot and Randy Rosarina for having great plate coverage. Credit to Kevin Kiermeyer for getting on base to allow some of those opportunities. And Austin Meadows, a classic short porch, New York Yankee, <laughs> Yankee Stadium home run, all 334 feet, barely getting out. You would think that if Aaron Judge had just jumped up just a tad that maybe he would have a play on it. It wasn't quite the Mike Zanino home run that we're no. used to. But I've got to yeah. say, look, Austin Meadows, I, I'm going to call this right now. At some point in his career, he will be a New York Yankee. He looks Ooh. like he will be the classic Yankee player of not great defense, but great bat, just a pure power hitter. And, like, could you imagine if he played 80 of his home games oh, in my. Yankee Stadium, how many home runs he would have? I looked it up, and he would actually, if he was, he would have 17 home runs right now if he was playing all his games in Yankee stadium. So just imagine what he would be oh able to goodness. do if he was in uh, a Yankee uniform there. I, I think when he's like 35, 36 years old, he'll, he'll do like the Jay Bruce or whatever it may be with that. Don't, but yeah, 
don't, don't you put that evil on me, uh, Ricky Bobby. Not at 16, 17, talking about Benos being a, a, a Yankee. But look, no. It's a long it, prop it, bet. Ten years yeah, from you now. Go. Just, it's a con, yeah. Keep it in it's mind. a long yeah. con. Uh, no, it, it, you know, those count too. If they counted for Johnny Damon uh, and Curtis Granderson when they were hitting like 40 bombs and Brett Gardner had a 25-bomb season, right. it can definitely count for Austin Meadows. So, no, look, you didn't have to do much, but you did enough. And if you look at the pitching side of things, Rich Hill was a cool five innings. He had a little bit of a stumble there in a couple innings, but he worked through it. And again, Rich Hill was the Rays' best pitcher in May. You got yes. everybody can repeat that at the water cooler if you're listening to this. Go to the water cooler or in remotely, you know, in your Zoom meeting, say, "Hey, you." Oh, by the way, Rich Hill was the best pitcher for the Rays in May because that is just a fact. It's I, it's impressive. I have the numbers for Rich Hill for the month of May: thirty-four and two-thirds inning, innings pitched, just three earned runs in those 34 plus innings, 0.78 ERA, 145 opponents average and a 27% strikeout rate. And, you know, people will talk about why did you pull out Rich Hill after five? Look, I understand it from the perspective of let's remember Rich Hill is 41 years old in 80 days. A pitcher only has so many bullets left in him. And there were some opportunities where the walks and some of the balls were hard hit and just right at the raised players or the Rays sort of got a break where, you know, it hit off the wall and, you know, a Yankees player was only kept to a single or something like that. So that's understandable if you want to take Rich Hill out after five. And he has been, he's worked quite a bit this month. So I totally get it from that perspective. It was, if it was someone like Tyler Glass now, okay, keep him in for the sixth, seventh and go from there. You've got your bullpen pretty fresh. I'm not going to really have many qualms about that, but you know what? I don't think people talk about this with Rich Hill enough is we know about his curveball. We know the different arm slots and arm angles and deliveries, but the fastball uh, and Tom can actually mention this in an article, uh, the, the amount of spin and carry the ball has. And when he's able to throw that up and into the righties and, and trick them, so to speak, it's one of those things where yes, velocity is important to some extent, but if you have the shape on the fastball, a la Colin Pochet, a la, Joe Ryan, who's in the minor leagues, uh, and it comes from that three-part delivery of Rich Hills, then you can get away with it. And if you keep hitters off balance a little bit with the curveball and then, you know, keeping them honest a little bit with the slider and cutter, you can you can get away with having an 88-89 fastball. And, and, and you know what? This will be our segment of analytical podcast here because uh, if you want to talk about spin, spin is really, really uh, an important part, an important factor on the stuff that a pitcher has, but it's spin efficiency. That is really what matters. And Rich Hill definitely does have spin efficiency because yeah, he's not throwing 96, 97 miles an hour, but you don't have to, when your 90 mile an hour fastball has that spin efficiency, it's actually riding up on the right, on the right handers. Like you're saying, it just seems like it never drops. It actually seems like it's just rising. And that late action really helps deceive the, the swing path of, of, of these hitters. And, uh, going back to the five innings, I I don't uh, I don't disagree at all that it was time for him to maybe turn it over to the bullpen, uh, but not because of those reasons. I don't think the forty one year old thing. I mean, the guy's not pitching like a forty one year old. I'm I, I understand I think, that. Yeah, I, I I think the right thing to pull him out was because 
the the middle of the order is right handed heavy Stanton. I I don't really you know three times through the order with Rich Hill like yeah I, and that, you don't that's have where to, I get, you don't have to do that yeah I did mention the hard hit part too because yes. he actually gave up more hard hit contact than Jamison Tyon and you wonder is there going to be a point where he gives up a two three run bomb to a no need to yeah. or whatever maybe yeah. no need to put him out in the fire that he did his job now going to Waka interesting. I think, you know, Waka obviously needs this work uh, to, to get in, but an inning and two thirds. So you can kind of see the, the different usage of these guys. I think some people in the raised rotation have their, um, their role set, but now we've seen how maybe Colin McHugh and Waka are just kind of these versatile guys that, Hey, we need you to spot start or, Hey, we need you just to do two, three innings tops. That's it. And, and that's great. I mean, as long as you get the innings and you get really good stuff for those innings, Ray's pitching right now in the last 33 or 34 games, they have an ERA, the bullpen has, of less than 270. Right. This, is, this is incredible what they're doing, the whole staff. Yeah, this is something, too, where, and we sort of saw it, maybe not this soon, where at some point it was like, okay, when is Shane McClanahan going to be ready? When is Luis Patino going to be ready? Maybe you give those guys a little bit more innings and opportunities and you pull back on Michael Walker if he's just getting back from injury or not having as much success. Um, so it's it's one of those things you have. You've got plenty of arms to go around, and, and some of the best ones are still in AAA right now yeah. with that. And I got to say this with Rich Hill, too, is the fact that he's having so much success, I think that really helps the team as a whole as because this guy has a lot of wisdom, advice, experience, and brings a level of professionalism and preparedness and uh, competitiveness that, you know, he's, he's been in the league for, you know, 16, 17, 18 years, played for eight different teams. And he's been around the block a little bit, but I think when he's having the success that he's having at his age, that only imparts and kind of maybe it gets a Shane McClanahan or one of these young guns to say, okay, maybe I will actually really, really pay attention to what this guy is saying about this situation or that situation. I think it really kind of holds true. And I, I mean, Tyler Glass now is certainly learning. All these guys are learning something from Rich Shell right now, which I think is huge. Couldn't agree more. And, and, and to just kind of, and the, the wisdom of Rich Hill, I want Josh Fleming and, and Ryan Yarbrough to be the guys that have the most time spent with Rich Hill. And, and it's because of their stuff. They're not going, they're not a Shane McClanahan that can just throw a hundred and, and get away with a mistake. Josh right. Fleming doesn't have that stuff and Yarbrough doesn't. So if those guys, two guys can really listen to what Rich Hill is talking about arm slots, I mean, Yarbrough and, and Fleming could really pitch you know, a long time in the majors, if they listen to Rich Hill, because I think that, you know, they have similar styles, similar stuff. And, and so those are the two young guys that I really want uh, them to be spending a lot of time next to Rich Hill for sure. How many years do you think Rich Hill has left in him? I feel like he could go 43, 44, 45, not saying he's going to give you 160, 170 innings, but I could see some, some Tim Wakefield in him or pitching until Tom Brady retires or not, not saying he'll 100%. go to Jamie Moyer level, but I feel like this guy wants to keep playing as long as he, even if it's for a minor league deal, he would, I mean, he was pitching indie ball not too long ago. So I, he's one of those guys where it's not about the money anymore. No. And, and I think that the money has been made. He just likes the game. He loves the game so much, but uh, Kevin, when the 41 year old is, is not only the, the ace of the staff in, uh, in May for the best team in baseball. Uh, yeah, I think uh, he's got a lot of, of, of gas left in the tank. 
And he's definitely not pitching like a 41 year old. And that's just great news. Uh, so that DFA in August, are you glad if you lose that prop bet? That, that was a, that yours? was a prop bet made to make myself happy in the future. Yeah. Yes. To motivate Rich Hill too. Is that another thing? That's what you're trying to do. There just really amp him up. Of course. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Uh, Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items of up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free, no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Go to creditkarma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated, a member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low as well. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses, I think we skipped this last week, but we are back on schedule with our weekly. Locked on Rays podcast fantasy league update again, 18 team league head to head 36 different freaking categories. You know, you love it. Uh, I will say latest update here. Uh, your boy, your own Kevin Weiss has the overall best record among all 18 teams. Second place overall, I believe is Melissa Herrera, AKA team airplane arms. I, I do have, I don't want to say a beef, but uh, Melissa's uh, significant other, Carlos, we're going back and forth on trade offers. Can't seem to get anything working, but uh, I'm sure at some point we'll, we'll, we'll come to an agreement here. We're like the Brewers and the Rays just going back and forth on deals <laughs> for months. I, I, I am open for business. I am a willing trade Are partner you? here. I am a willing oh, wow. trade partner. A couple of weeks ago, I traded uh, Taylor Walls and Yuli Gurriel for Brandon Lau. Hopefully that doesn't uh, bite my butt coming back, but I've got a glut. I'm like the Rays right now. I've got a glut of pitching and starting pitching. So if somebody needs a starting pitcher, they're all, they're all available. They're all on the block. If, if the deal can be had, I'm talking about John means Freddie Peralta, Alex Wood, Chris Bassett, Robbie Ray, Framber Valdez, Sixto Sanchez, who I just picked up. So I will, uh, I, I am willing to part Wait. with one or more of those if need be. 
six still was available. I meant yeah, I he was uh, picked up off the waiver. You got to pay attention. You got you, you got to be scouring that waiver wire like I know. Andrew, the- you really got to dig into it. it. Somebody dropped somebody. You got to got to be quick to snatch it up. I will, Ulysses, despite all the the grandstanding that I'm doing right now with my fantasy team, give you a little bit of credit here as you have won back-to-back weeks. You're like the Rays right now. You just get hot all of a sudden, month of May. Now, I will say, you know, one of those wins was by the hair of your chinny-chin-chin against Zach Dabb. The other was uh, pretty pretty solid. I can't remember who'd you who'd you beat the week before. Uh, I beat Tampa Sunjum. So yeah, Sujon. I, I went after Patel. him. I told him. Yeah. What, I told what him, is your you know, secret? What is going on? Why, 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 you you are oh, losing every single week. You're in dead yes. last. You're just about to change your name from KK's Choice Boys to something. Uh, you know, loser of the year or no, something like that. I don't yeah. know. What, what is going on? What where is this shift coming from here? The the name change was going to be not safe for work, so you, you, we would have had to bleep the, bleep it out of yeah. the show. But yeah, no, it's uh, it, it, look, I'm just like the race. I I need or just like Rich Hill. I I'm an old man, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I just turned thirty. I gotta get my muscles all warmed up. All my my fantasy, uh, you know, knowledge has to you know come in in waves. But the last two weeks, I can tell you, I actually can tell you the key to my success. You want to hear my key to success here? Yes, I am very curious to hear this, actually. You put an alarm at 11.30 a.m. And at 11.30 a.m., no matter what you're doing, unless you're like, you know, in a Zoom meeting for work, Mm -hmm. you pick up your phone, you go to your fantasy app, and then you take 10 damn minutes to set your, your, your lineups and to set up your, 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 your pitching, because so many times in the first five weeks, I w- my pitchers would just give me gems, seven right. innings of like one run game. And I, they were on my bench. Like I, I lost a couple of weeks, I think just by the hairy chin chin. And, and I, sh- I shouldn't have, I should have won those games, but I didn't do my roster setting. So the last two weeks, 1130 AM, I put in a little alarm clock and boom, it has helped me in the last two weeks. But yeah, Zach gave me a, a fight because I, I I was beating him down the whole week. And then he came back and he uh, made me nervous. But I won mm-hmm. by one category. And that's all that matters. Congratulations. And I will Thank say you. you've had a little bit of bad luck here because Luis Robert is injured. Key Brian Hayes is injured. You've had some other Knicks here and there. And again, injuries happen. They're a part of the game. I will say my team has been consistently winning and dominating the competition with Mike Trout on the IL for the last couple of weeks. So when he gets back, I mean, we should just shut the league down from yeah, there. Uh, sure. Look, there, there is a lot of, a lot of movement, a lot of activity in this league because the grand prize, one of the grand prizes is whoever the winner is, or if it's not me, say me and you come in first and second, the third place winner the top non-locked on race host that wins the league or has the highest record and so forth makes an appearance. We'll get a, a full episode yeah. on the podcast. And I think, I think these players here are really, really, they, they want that appearance on the locked on race podcast. That that's, it, that's a big deal. I think. And it could be abroad because Joshua Garner, who is biting at your heels, heels mm-hmm. in the St. Petersburg division. He, he's in Europe right now. I believe he's in Spain or Portugal. I forget. Uh, of course, our buddy, jo- Joseph Owen, he's in, in the UK. And uh, our, our, our poker bud 
from from college. Anthony Jenkins yes. is actually fourth in the St. Petersburg division. So that'll be fun. So maybe you can you can, you know, tell him a couple of uh of tips. Maybe you guys can do some trading when when we meet up uh this week. I, I've poker. been trying to work out a deal with him as well, but okay. nothing going forward there. I've <laughs> I've been making some good offers. Something will happen this week. I'm sure of it. But again, congratulations to everybody that's at the top and and others that are uh, getting some wins here and there. I'm rooting for Chase this week. I really want Chase to get that victory. And look, I don't want to play favorites here, but I could see him maybe surpassing Austin Holloway uh, for that eighth place spot in the St. Petersburg division. I, I, I see it coming. I think he's got Zanino on the roster. He's got Mah- He's got the catchers working for him this year so far so we'll, we'll see look at it look at his roster look at his roster i mean he's got what longo he's got a rosarena meadows zunino it's uh it's mejia he also has mejia this is awesome yeah. so chase has a a, a lovable bunch so i, I really in, you know we're all pulling for in for, fact i traded i traded francisco mejia i believe what for gary sanchez oh at the very beginning of the season and that oh, is proved no. to not be a very good deal for me I was just yeah. nervous about the playing time issue. And here we go. We see uh, Kyle Higashioka getting more playing time now than Gary Sanchez. So <laughs> yeah. at some point I might have to just drop Gary Sanchez and, and cut my losses with that. Okay. There's your uh, weekly uh, locked on Rays fantasy league update. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Head over to the website or use that mobile device of yours to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And remember, use that promo code Locked On. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked on. Okay, Ulysses, tonight on the mound, the second game of the four-game series between the Rays and the Yankees. Tyler Glass now going up against Domingo Herman, who's been successful this year. But uh, let me say this first off before we get into this game or preview. Uh, the, the, the Yankees really, really make it easy to hate on them. And again, what's past is the past, but the fact that you're rolling out Domingo Herman, and then you've got a roster that also includes Brett Gardner and Roughnet Odor and Araldis Chapman. I mean, it is, man, it is so easy to root against this team. And I have, I mean, no, uh, I, I have no uh, sympathy for a team that is right now, they are struggling, losing six yeah. of seven and more bad news is Corey Kluber is out for like six to eight weeks with what he has going on and the reinforcements don't seem all that great shakes. It's like, okay, they're going to call up this guy and try to replace Kluber or this guy, that guy, the other guy. And I mean, even like yesterday, we saw it a little bit, like you would think this late or this far into the season that labor Torres wouldn't be making throwing errors that Aaron oh my would be able to accurately God. hit off the cutoff man. But that's, this is the Yankees. This is the team that I predicted to win the AL East and so many others, not, not so fast. My friend, they don't look that like the Bronx bombers at 
all, at all. And that's just great news. It's very enjoyable right now if you're a race fan and you get to watch this Yankee squad just put an egg after an egg. And, you know, Stanton comes back from the IL, and I think he has been struggling so badly. I think he hasn't right. gotten a hit since coming on from the IL, but he's definitely racking up those strikeouts. And Hey, you don't say it. that too loud. I'm trying to trade Giancarlo Stanton here. So <laughs> I might have to cut that out or, or yeah. edit it or bleep it out because it's not helping who, you, right now. who are you trying to, to, uh, to, to, to neander right here? Come on. Don't fleece anybody. I'm not from, giving away my secrets. I'm not giving away my secrets. Uh, uh, look, the Yankee fandom just booed the heck out of, uh, of him last night. Uh, it, it, look, they're frustrated. People mm-hmm. in, in the Bronx are frustrated and that's good news for the race because Look, you've got your guy going today. You've got Tyler Glass now. This is your this is your the ace of the rotation, right? So if he's able to put up those six, seven strong innings, I know the Domingo Herman has been really good this season. I mean, he's he's in the last seven games, he's almost averaging a strikeout per inning. He is definitely a a a really good pitcher against right-handed hitters. So if you want to get some damage done power-wise and with contact, you're going to really lean on your lefties today. So I'm talking Austin Meadows. I'm, I'm talking Joey Wendell. And I'm talking Brendan Lau. And, and I want to focus on Brendan Lau because the last two or three games, I've seen better at-bats by Brendan Lau. I feel like this is the time. And I know this is going to help you in fantasy, so I kind of hate it. Thank but you. as a race fan... It's so nice to see good, solid contact by Brandon Lau. Look, yesterday he was he was robbed twice. Right. On the first pitch of the game, he had a liner to second base that the shift kind of took away from him. It was a jumping grab by Odora. Good play, but that, that was going to be a hit. And then uh, his second at bat, he missed a double because of the shift that DJ could actually be right next to the line. But that was a double. So those are the good things you want to see from Lau against a righty. He's actually been pretty, has been pretty efficiently with the production. So hopefully Brendan Lau can get to a, a, a good start because it's, uh, yeah. Kevin, it's June 1st. I know people are saying it's early. It's early. It's June 1st, folks. It's June 1st. And that means that uh, the Razor, the record is 35 and 20. Last season, they went 40 and 20. Mm-hmm. We're five games away from repeating the 2020 season. If you look at Brendan Lau's 2021 season and you compare it to Austin Meadows, remember all the crap maybe that we even included us uh, gave Austin Meadows for his 2020 season? Compare right. it to Brendan Lau's production in 2021. Yeah. And honestly, you can't make the same excuses with the COVID and him coming back out of shape and it being the COVID year like other guys nope. are being productive. I don't think that Brandon Lau was hurt in the offseason. He's had the normal workload and everything like that. But yes, it is a good sign to, as when we interviewed Garrett Whitley several weeks ago, he was like, my focus is just making solid contact, hitting the ball hard. And right. eventually they'll fall. Eventually they'll fall into place. And I think that's really what Brandon Lau has to think about is not just get so down and out because he made an out, but because he made solid contact, even though it was to the shift and uh, LeMay, he makes a good play down the line, whatever it may be. Um, right. I think that's something to build off. What's not good is if you go over four and four strikeouts, whatever it may be. So right. that's something we'll have to see uh, going up from there. I, I see this. Look, if the, if the Yankees lose tonight and, even if they don't, I, I I think before this series is over, 
there's going to be some, always some shenanigans, but I, I feel it really blowing over because this team is struggling so much. So Aaron Boone getting ejected or somebody throwing at somebody I or some little thing is going to happen. I think that could turn into a big thing. I'm just calling it right now. Only I agree with that. Only if the Rays take tonight's game, because then the fire starts to heat up a little bit more. And again, the lead is growing five and a half games right now over the Yankees, five and a half. And you've played 10 games. So you're over the 50% line on the games. You're going to play the Yankees. If you can at least manage the split at Yankee stadium, You've gotten yourself a really good, uh, you know, start to the season against the, the Yanks. So one more, I'm asking for one more against the Yankees during this road trip. And then you could see some shenanigans. Then you can see Aaron Boone and the Savages trying to uh, start some stuff. But I, again, win tonight. That's what you got to do. Win tonight. Glass now, at least six, at least seven innings. Does he get at least seven? You, you think? No, I'm going with okay. six. It's a tough lineup, yeah. All right, we will see. Okay, uh, that'll wrap up this edition of the Locked on Race podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.